Hi, and welcome to Telepathic TV. I'm a gnome. No, wait, I'm R. Neville Johnston, and this is television that you watch with your third eye. And I'm Mary Phelan, and our program is about raising our consciousness. And tonight we're going to talk about the subject of harmony and how it is ever-present in our lives, whether we see it or well, not. Well, it's in fact a harmony universe. And what we don't understand is whatever harmony we give off is the one that comes back. Mm -hmm. So if we are constantly finding uh, very stubborn people in our life, then they are being attracted to a harmony that is within us, which is either too giving or extremely stubborn. Okay, so then whatever it is that you're talking about that keeps happening to you again and again and again is a harmony you're giving off. The question is, what is that harmony? And, how, and if you don't care for what keeps happening again and again and again, and if you describe it as again and again and again, it's very likely that you don't care for it. So what is this? How does this work? If anybody wants to call in and talk about what it is they've been harmonizing with, perhaps we can assist to understand why that is and what part of you uh, you are denying. Because if the universe is presenting it to you constantly, then I can presume that you deny it. OK, and so then. Uh, this method by which we can affect self-healing by analyzing the byproducts of our existence. You know, I constantly find her liltingly feminine, which would therefore mean that there is not much of a lilting feminine within me, so it keeps coming to me. So I'm putting out, you know, there's a negative and positive harmony. I remember being in downtown D.C. in a district that wasn't considered to be a good district, and I thought to myself, clearly the words, copacetic emanation for a cab. And I had closed my eyes while I repeated this to myself. And when I opened my eyes, I made eye contact with a cab driver who must have come around uh, you know, the next, just like that. It was instantaneous. The, and that's because I was be consciously giving off a harmony for a very specific thing. And so it was instant on. And we're doing this all the time. We don't know it, though. We have no concept of our power or our authority or our sovereignty or uh, any of the unbelievable ability to create that we human beings have. We've said forever on the show, if you speak it, you're manifesting it. So if you are you know, talking about negative effect, then what did you expect? So it's the idea that um, once we become in command of ourselves, we can, we can, you know, let's do angels. Yes, okay. I give off a copacetic emanation for angelic presence in my life. And they always come wrapped with bows with little feathers sticking out. One of the big areas that people don't realize how their talk uh, and, and I would like to qualify this afterwards, mm -hmm. after I say this, but <clears throat> when you repeatedly engage in poverty talk, oh, and yeah. it's easy to do, and what I found is it's, it's like a virus. One person starts talking about their money issues, then everybody joins in yeah. because it's almost as if they're afraid that if they don't, then that person is going to want money from them, or that yeah. they're going to feel guilty about not giving that person money. Yeah. So person A talks about how they don't have money for this and that, and then person B feels like, well, if I don't engage in that conversation, then I've got to give person A the extra money that I may have, or something like that. 
And that's where it's really important to know that you don't have to engage and you don't have to say anything. Mm -hmm. You can just walk away. Because repeating that to yourself every day, you will start creating that. I've seen this with many people where they talk about not having enough money so long, for so long, and in such great depth that it becomes their identity. And then if they actually get money, it gets whisked away in a very short order because they have to keep their identity. And it's as if we come up, we piecemeal like this, this big quilt, this mismatched quilt of what we are based on our experiences and then we protect that identity at all costs, even though we're not happy with it. Happens all the and time. And the harmony people in our life show us that quilt so that we can redesign it. Yeah, people that say, oh, I'm too stupid, to, and that's their identity, that's who they become, and then everybody believes them, and then they, but they're not stupid, they're just, someone told them they were stupid. Mm -hmm. I remember really a huge amount of time ago, I was in the Midwest and stopped in a restaurant, and. I always read poems in restaurants uh, of whoever the wait staff is as a general rule, and I read for this waitress, and uh, uh, this was very early in reading poems, and <clears throat> the first thing I said to her was that she was very, very bright. And uh, later, I went to the men's room and went past her, and she was in the <clears throat> waitress's station crying, and I said, oh my God, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings by reading your poem, and she goes, no, 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 you're the only person that has ever told me that I was not stupid. You're the only one that has ever said that to me. And then mm -hmm. she just gushed mm -hmm. into, yeah. So, and I believe that, she, of course, that changed her life from that moment on. But uh, speaking of changing her life from that moment on, dun, dun, dun. Here, get a close-up on this so I can go, dun, dun, dun. Which is always, well, today is six Kaban, or uh, I'm sorry, Kimmy. I'm sorry. I'll say it Kim. in a minute. I'll Kim. I don't know why I'm, it, I'm brain warp. Okay, Kib, which is the warrior tribe, and it's tone six, and it's about balance. So it's really interesting. We, we had talked about doing the show on balance, and we'll probably talk a bit about that. That Kimmy, is, I mean, uh, Kib is about balancing the intuition with the intellect. And being a tone six is also about balance. So today is a good day to balance a lot of sides of you. Yeah, six is the heart, it's the rhythm. That's the name for it's tone good. six, yeah. Which is very interesting all the way around considering the um, Merkaba and all the rest of the teachings that go mm -hmm. with these six-sided figures. I've been doing all this artwork. By the way, a cube in two dimension has six sides, which is interesting, I just did a I'm about to do a series of paintings based on cubes with blah, blah, blah. Anyhow, the whole new set of paintings coming into existence. And um, they're, they're quite interesting, balance. too. We'll bring yeah. some next week. Yeah, as soon, yeah, pretty soon we'll bring in, we'll have a miniature art show go on for uh, a program. It's very thought-provoking. Yes, that's what I want to do, and, and provoke thoughts. A lot of the um, symbols that you have been uh, sketching are very powerful. They change your vibration. They change yeah, they you have think. a very powerful effect. Anything you hang on your wall affects you. People just don't get this. A cave people, so I'm writing the articles on the art, when um, if you go into a cave that has, well, paintings on the walls, what did they put on the wall? They put on ceremony, they put on the hunt, 
they put the beast being killed, they, they put the campfire, they put all the elements of their life, and because that was it, they didn't have, they had not yet invented um, uh, still life, fruit with ketchup bottle, any of that stuff. You know, so the, that's, that was their life. And another thing they loved to do was to uh, put their hand against the wall and then spit paint on it, and then it would leave the outline of the hand. So they had an idea of what the uh, permanent, you know, the way the hand spread and mm -hmm. so forth. There's a book written on the subject of hands that conspicuously does not touch much on the subject of palmistry. <clears throat> and um, that's where that particular fact came from. Long yeah. ago, I had it in the library. That is very interesting. Yeah. And the idea of the, the mismatched quilt, so to speak, the mm -hmm. little pieces of us that we hang on to, thinking that that's our identity and that's truly who we are, our life then becomes the harmony that brings to us the mirror that shows us what's going on within us. And I, was, I, I said I was going to qualify my statement mm -hmm. earlier. I don't even remember what that statement was, but I do remember what I wish to say about it is, oh, I know, the idea that our thoughts and what we talk about becomes reality. I had an interesting short little conversation on um, Facebook with a few people on that subject. And I thought it might be a good idea just to share some of that here because it was very valuable. When people hear the words, oh, what you think, you create, they think, oh my gosh, I am thinking all these thoughts every day, and sometimes they're just habitual thoughts that may be termed as quote unquote negative. And am I sabotaging my life? Oh my gosh. And what it does is it creates a great amount of fear and stress around monitoring our thoughts, and, and we can get very compulsive about looking at it and, and fearful. Now here is my theory on that. When we make decisions, those are commands. Those are orders to the universe to spring forward and do it immediately. And then we have those meandering thoughts that just go through our head. The, the sanctity of our mind is there for many purposes. It is there to make decisions. It is there to send commands. It's also there to run through scenarios before we actually make the decision to do it. And so if you are having those thoughts, don't get all afraid that you're going to create those. What is best is to become aware of those repetitive thoughts and use that to heal yourself, not to beat yourself up. Because when you really connect with this is what I truly choose and I know there is nothing holding me back, it will happen instantly. All intention begets manifestation and the amount of time it takes is the amount of doubt you have. And that came to me many years ago in the 80s when I was doing this exercise where you visualize writing what it is you want or choose to have in your life on a piece of paper. And I wrote a brand new blue car. And it was at a time in my life where every car I got was something that somebody was throwing away. For, and I got it for $75 and putting a ribbon epoxy on the gas tank to keep it from leaking. You know, those kind of crazy things we do to keep ourselves in automobiles back in the 70s and early 80s. Well, I said a new blue car. And the exercise is that you visualize you're putting it into a mailbox. And it goes out into the universe, and it will happen. And it was a useful exercise because if you found it difficult to let go of the piece of paper in your vision, that gave you clues as to why you really don't wish for that to happen so that you can deal with it. So I 
dealt with all this and I realized I was having a difficult time believing that I would ever be able to afford a blue car, I let that go. Many years later, I was telling somebody about this in a class I was teaching as a, 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 a manifestation technique and I realized that in 1997 I got my Honda Civic and it was a blue car. And this w took place in 1984, I believe, when I did that exercise. So it took that many years for me to get my car, but it proved to me that all intention or all decision happens. It's just the amount of doubt you have will make it last longer. So the less doubt you have, the quicker things will and manifest. And the, the word you think in is the amount of doubt that you have, because there are many, many, many doubting words in our language. The word hope in and of itself is doubt. I hope you all understand that. See, yeah. Many of the people that have uh, reported back on having gotten a waveform generator, the waveform generator comes, you are to write down that which it is you wish to manifest and then place it under the, uh, the pad under the waveform generator and then it, it broadcasts it into the universe and it does come back and manifest. So we many just good had, stories about that. We, yeah, we just Wonderful. heard a good one uh, recently about someone that had uh, two grandchildren that were uh, to go, to, uh, their mother had uh, intent that they both go to the same school, but the school did not have a faculty for the one grandchild but did for the other. And so um, within two weeks of the grandmother getting the uh, waveform generator, the uh, particular school got a grant and opened a department that allowed the second grandchild to enter the school, So, that, which was an impossibility at the time that the waveform was being uh, purchased and programmed. Yeah, count so, uh, countless stories, and it's very powerful. I've used them myself for many yeah. years. Mm -hmm. uh, I have one that I use for healing when people call and feel whatever's going on in their life, whether it's physically, mentally, emotionally, or spiritually, are looking for some assistance or healing, or it, it's, it's a similar thing to a prayer book, and I put their name under there, mm -hmm. and it just broadcasts the command of healing for yeah, very much all so. those that I put under there. So all of this is in the subject of harmony. This is what we're talking about. So I'd said earlier in the program, if there's some pattern that keeps repeating in your life, and you'd like to call us, and you never have to give your correct name on this show, you could give a series of letters that are unpronounceable. We don't care. Um, a symbol. Yeah, a symbol formerly Hi, known as Hi, my name is Peace Sign. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> which would be good. Uh, and just tell us what pattern you've recognized repeating itself in your life rather endlessly. Mm -hmm. Then perhaps we can assist us to uh, recognize what harmony is going out that is resulting in this coming back because nothing else ever happens around here. So your brain is basically the lab, I agree. Uh, and while a thought may or may not, um, anything spoken or anything written is a command to the universe. So we as the human race would speak a whole lot less if small children were you know, called to understand that if you're speaking it, it is, you're telling it to manifest. So I used to make a, you know, somebody wanted a pair of skis, but before the universe could manifest the skis, they said, oh no, roller skates. Uh, and then before the roller skates could manifest, they said, no, a car. And then they said, a bicycle. And then they said this, that, and the other. And basically they got a, uh, one of those tickets where you can ride on a train around the United States all mm -hmm. summer uh, because um, 
you know, that, that was taking in all of the commands. Well, it, and it's very useful in your healing as well. Uh, a, a while back, I slipped and fell and banged my arm, and I do have arms, it's just extremely cold in here. I banged my arm like this on a, a wooden surface, and mm -hmm. like a corner, oh. and I was really afraid I had broken my arm, and uh -huh. it was, oh. And so I got ice out, and I said, no, my arm is strong and healthy. My, the bone exactly. in my arm is strong and healthy. The bone in my arm is strong and healthy. And I just said that over and over, and I didn't even get a bruise from it. And so much, that's how energy healing, that's the same mechanism as energy healing uh, uses to heal us. And same for vibrational Everything. Uh, things. Everything. There's no, no border. The AMA, the, the yeah. pills are, are pre-programmed vibrational frequencies that we ingest. Mm -hmm. And they're not necessary in the large scheme of things, but one has to get there mm -hmm. mentally. I was reading, just looking at this piece of quartz, I was reading a book that was uh, stated a premise that when the asteroid that uh, ended the dinosaurs hit the Earth, the shock wave was so intense to the entire planet that uh, every piece of quartz on our planet uh, experienced a fracturing. Because, you know, we, we go through, uh, you and I have seen a lot of quartz over the years, and uh, very rarely ever does it not have fracture marks in it you know, uh, shatters, uh, what is the word, the fault lines in it. How do you say that? Not flaws, but occlusions. Anyhow, anything, any piece of quartz is uh, likely to have all these little rainbows, so forth and so on. I don't know if we're going to have a chance to get here. On this one, you can see on the bottom there, it looks like a piece of it got, you know, that it got dropped. Well, Anyhow, they did, they did find a whole mine, by the way, Neville, I'm not sure if you know that, where they were all snapped. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a huge, huge quantity of crystals that were snapped off, moved over like a quarter of an inch, and then regrew back, yeah. and, and the whole thing was like that. So there are ones that yeah. are definitely like that. That may have been the uh, point at which the impact from that uh, piece of Maybe. Uh, asteroid hit the Makes Earth. Makes sense. Yeah, it does, actually. Uh, because this was a sci-fi book and they had landed and found no flaws in any quartz and couldn't figure out until they figured out they were that far back in time. Mm. And it was before... Oh, the, so that was a sci-fi? Yeah, but it doesn't make it invalid. Yeah, I know, yeah. a lot of the science fiction has come true. Uh, in fact, virtually all of it, yeah. so I'm really looking forward now, to being captain of the Enterprise. chicken or egg question. Yeah. Which created uh, which? which? Yes, well, it's actually the cycles is what you're, when, you, when someone asks which came first, and people have actually asked us that, you're talking about cycles. It's you know, which cycle came first. No, it's like which ring came first in the, the shock pattern out from the stone falling in water. No, it's the stone hitting the water, the genesis, that's what you're asking about. Mm -hmm. It was created that way. It didn't like, you know, it was created that way, it's simple. I yeah. see. Rather than which came first, which is a question for someone who's uh, irreverent. Let's do it that way. You know, very interesting word. So the idea of the harmony. So somebody, if you wish, call in and tell us what keeps repeating, and we would love to assist you to understand what, what that is. Why is that happening? Well, it is interesting that most of the time when we use the word harmony, we're referring to things getting along 
or yeah. things being at peace with one another. And in this context, it seems that we're saying the harmony is something at odds. But the, the, tr the, the bonding thing is that we are never at odds with our, my life. As a matter of fact, one of the affirmations I had originally been in the deck that I made was, I am never at odds with my life. Yeah. And um, I, I changed it because I figured people have this um, superstition idea about not putting never and that the subconscious mind doesn't hear certain words, which is, I feel, very untrue. But yeah. it is important to phrase your affirmations in the way you w wish them to be. But there was something extremely powerful about those words. It felt like it was undoing things within people to say, I am never at odds with my life. And you could also extend that to say, I'm never at odds with myself, because we get programmed to think that we're, we have inner conflict and conflict with other people. Everything ultimately is in harmony, in other words. And so instead of wording yeah, it that's as what I'm everything saying. is out of harmony, yeah. say, how is it that that exactly. uh, person that's always angry mm -hmm. at um, puppies or whatever, how is it that that harmony has it in my life? And always know that it's done out of love and not some uh, yes. negative thing so that you don't enter in Yeah, so that is a very ascended way to look at a disharmonious situation because there's no such thing. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, it's why is this harmony occurring because I've done something that has manifested in this harmony. Okay, now if I don't care for the harmony, then that's representing the part of me that I would love to see more evolve, the part of me that is contrary, irreverent to uh, what would be a smooth flow in life. So whatever harmony that we're manifesting is designed, uh, some teacher or other, it may have been you, uh, whatever is um, unlike love is brought forth no, it's it's something I've said for many years. Yeah. Anything unlike love, uh, any love brings out anything unlike love, love so that it for may it to be, be healed. healed. Yeah, that's um, a very important concept to uh, understand because that that would be what we would describe as misharmony or disharmony, but it's not. It's just love appearing in a form designed to assist you to get it. This is all very simple. It really is. So. Um, you know, what it is that may displease you as far as... Um, uh, another uh, factor in this whole thing is adaptability is considered to be the absolute penultimate characteristic to have. Uh, and in fact, adaptability and uh, the ability to evolve are synonyms. Evolution and adaptability are the same thing. So the more you are able to adapt to whatever it is, without losing your mind or any other body parts uh, would serve you well, would be the thing that you're interested in uh, achieving. And we do all have moments, we do all have ups and downs, we do all have uh, um, it's the nature of us. We're in, we are a waveform which has a peak in a valley, a peak in a valley, and that's who we are. And as we, the human race, are evolving, the distance between uh, seems to be improving. The fact that we can... Uh, uh, the ancient mystery schools would have the students uh, go, well, all right, everybody be angry. 
right now everybody be sad. Everybody be uh, happy. Uh, everybody be a friend. And you would go around and around and around till the distance between the peaks was within your command instead of it having command over you. And that was a, 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 the mystery schools did nothing other than to turn out masters. And that is definitely part of mastery. Mastery is the middle of the road. I thought so, you were going to say the mystery schools did nothing but put out Nancy Drew books. You did think that. I didn't think that, but I thought it would be cute. I yes, did. yes, Nancy Drew would definitely have it. You have a, a collection of Nancy Drews, I believe. I do? So oh. I thought. All right. So back from the mystery schools, hello. Uh, again, if anyone has any questions, please to call in because that's what this show is about. Yeah. Uh, the audience is our guest. The audience is the guest. Well, I was going to ask the audience um, if those who watch regularly or even not so regularly, if you could send an email to telepathictv at yahoo.com and just say, I watch, or something like that, just to get an idea of our audience size and everything. Mm -hmm. That would be very interesting. So if you wouldn't mind doing that, it's telepathictv at yahoo.com. Yahoo. That's the one. As it's spoken of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the idea of um, being a master, the idea of being able to, um, con like the hailing the cab by thinking copacetic emanation for a cab, uh, that moment of mastery. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but we do this 24-7. We just don't realize the commands we're giving off. That's true. And, and uh, another thing that we don't realize, or that, and, and I don't wish to program that by saying that, but I would say is least recognizable, less, lesser recognizable by people, is it's not just about our thoughts. It's also about our beliefs and about what we assume about reality. Just like I put the command out to get that blue car. It did not come until I was at a place where I could believe or, or make room for it in my own consciousness and let that come back. So if something does not come back that you've put out the command for in many, many different ways, then it is important for you to look at what is blocking it. And that's the nature of consciously creating your life. That class we used to do, mm -hmm. that we did for many, many years, yeah. was about finding what are those conflicting beliefs that are holding these things back. Now I think the, the world is, at least they know about it, even if they don't do it and practice it. But back then that was very groundbreaking what we were oh, doing. Yeah. Okay, we have a call. Yeah, hi caller, what's your name please? Uh, Chris. Hi, Chris. Chris, what can we do for you? Well, I have a general question. I, I love the show. I'm, I'm usually there. Um, but I had a question about mastery and being the average. But what Shirley knew what that meant, though? Which, mastery or the average? Well, but when you're mastering something that you're in the average of the field, I guess? I'm not sure if I understood what you had said about five minutes ago. Oh. What? Uh, that mastery, the, um, the Me purpose walks of, the of the... middle of the road? The master yeah. walks the middle of the road, yes. Balance. Yes. If oh, the, balance. Oh, balance. Balance, okay. yeah. The master right. that acts guilty is no longer a master. And if there's one thing that's going to throw you off balance, it's guilt. And if there's that another means. thing, it's fear. And if there's another thing, it's doubt. And if there's another thing, it's guilt. Uh, 
envy, you know, the list is rather, the things that will pull you off balance. Oh, okay, so if you master them, then you're, you're in the middle of the middle, I guess. Yes, well, because and, and you can't be to extreme and expect to be balanced. balanced. Well, that, that's definitely a truth, and I think that that's what we aim for, or, or our gender, or whatever, but another way to see that is the master walking the middle of the road is is not so much that the master stays in the middle of the road at least this is my view I'm, I'm sure it's different than what you're saying but mm -hmm. that the master is capable of remaining in his balance center no matter if he's at this extreme in the road or over there because I feel that uh, as I got older my mother had told me that after 30 things get better and they did I, I had more wisdom and then she said after 40 they get even better and then after 50, they get even better. And it, and it does. It really does get better. And I thought, wow, I'm getting more wise. I'm getting more whatever. And then I realized that maybe what it is is I was getting better able to cordon off the things that put me off my center and that I wasn't really developing the center. So I started seeing it as riding on a surfboard or a skateboard or something. The master has pliable legs that can keep the upper part of the body always at center because he knows that everything, or she knows, that everything is always perfect. Whereas the guilt, the fear, and all those things make us be attached to the little rocks that we hit in the road, and that's what causes us to tumble. So okay. finding your center, it's not about staying in the what you think of as the safe middle of the road, but it's about being balanced whatever it's, it's wherever about keeping you are. that balance I guess yeah yeah which is internal rather than external which is also clarity and consciousness and when we talk about raising consciousness and consciousness that means being aware of things the biggest oh. cause of death and hatred and war and anger is always ignorance people sure. hate each other over ignorance and when we're ignorant and we're not conscious when we don't make a, an effort or we don't move toward that that's when we're easily manipulatable and we'll go and, and have wars over something that doesn't even exist or that we don't even know anything about. And, mm -hmm. and so it, it's very important to be conscious. And that's what the master, in my view, yeah. is someone who gets ever increasingly more conscious. Yes. There's always a bigger picture, a bigger picture. Mm -hmm. And the more you understand and love, because that which you love will be within you, then you are bigger than it. So uh, everything we teach on this show is about how to love everything that happens in your life. Love it okay. to you. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Or otherwise um, reincarnate, because <laughs> you're going to catch it one of these lifetimes. It's true. I, like I had a couple dreams. One time I had a dream where I was in this race car, and you know how on the side of the mountain the road tilts a little bit? So you, I had to get really fast in order not to fall, and the car fell, and then I went up there with this oh, yeah. big being, and then I tr did it again and again until I got it right. Mm -hmm. And then this other dream, uh, was a very similar thing. I was leaping over this puddle and it broke my leg and I died and I got to come back and do it over and over again. So I think that was an illustration. Oh, absolutely. But thank you, Chris. Yeah. Okay. Lovely. Yeah, thank nice you. It's very nice of you to call. We appreciate wonderful that. Wonderful to hear your voice. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I would say see you, but it's actually yeah. good to hear you. Mm -hmm. That's as, true. As they say. Yeah, yeah. so the, the idea of um, understanding first premise is that it's a harmony universe. Mm -hmm. Second premise, whatever harmony you give off is the one that comes back. So whatever is coming back is the harmony you're giving off. And that's the insight this show is providing. In other words, what harmony attracted this bunch of squirrels, or whatever it is. 
and we have our next. Oh, uh, great. Well, real quick, I, I would just like to insert in there that sometimes the harmony is people coming to you to learn from you yeah. and not to look at that harmony thing as if you're failing and succeeding and good and bad because that changes the whole thing. It's got to be from the land beyond right and wrong. Oh, yeah, okay, absolutely. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hi, this is Edith. Hey, Edith. Edith. All right. Good to hear from you. How are you yes. doing? Good. How are you? Great. Uh, better and better. Yeah, it's good to hear from you. I me. just wanted to bring up um, a quote from St. Germain, and um, it's, it's through uh, mediumship, I think, of, of Philip Burley, and St. Germain says to to master self is to master, or to master life is to, is to master self. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's you know, very true. Every time I think of that, you know, what, what mastery is, I always think of that quote. It always seems to... Um, come back to yourself and mm -hmm. yes. as well, everything uh, being a reflection of you. Mm -hmm. That's this show, and, and the, the particular aspect we're examining. Yeah. Whatever's in your what life is something about. you've attracted. So whatever's there, figure out what attracted it because it's part of you. It's part of whatever is um, coming to assist you to become more aware. It always works and that even, way. Even when it doesn't look like you can figure it out, because I get in those moments where, of course, I know everything is drawn to me because of some harmony, and I'm thinking, mm -hmm. well, why? What is that harmony? And look, even when you're in that state, it's, it's moving you inward. It's moving you on the path of observation of self and mm -hmm. awareness of self. So even that is good. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you, Edith. There's a thank lovely you. quote. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Did you have, Edith, I thought you might have a question. But that's okay. Oh, beautiful quote. Edith, yeah, thank you very much. We love it. Uh, love you to call in. Please call as much as you would like. Mm -hmm. we, we really do enjoy mm -hmm. calls. And that's why show. we're here. And mm -hmm. um, I, I would like to thank our crew that comes in here so kindly every week to help us bring this to you. And this really is about offering people a way to call in for free and get some advice on how to deal with their life. Yeah, you can go out there and read a thousand books and buy a book of um, con uh, like p different people's philosophies and they're very inspiring. But if you do not apply these to your actual life, sometimes it remains in this, this esoteric aspect of you and it's not something that you can practically apply to your life. So we invite you to call in. If there are patterns in your life that you cannot figure out what is that harmony, that has been, this lifetime for me, my specialty is to help people f figure out and find that harmony that is keeping them from being more aware of who they are and moving forward. That's what I do. I, I think of myself as Nancy Drew, so it's funny that she came up earlier, that I, I am a detective that goes in and finds out, well, why is it that you are afraid to go do this or afraid of public speaking or why is it? There's always a thing that you can be, become the master of. And the master has to understand. It's not a dominance thing. It's, it's an understanding. It's growing past something. Going through it and growing past it really is the way yeah. one masters. So this is an excellent But technique. harmony really is something that begins within self. Yeah, this is an excellent technique to see the mirror of what you are reflecting. And uh, very little of that, and certainly not taught very often, very much these days, was kind of the whole point, as we said back in the time of the mystery schools. 
So there's the idea of um, what's in your reflection. Yeah. Well, something else I say that if you, you can stare at the mirror and yell at that reflection that's hitting you in the face, that's slapping you in the face like this, and say, stop it, stop it. Or you could stop slapping yourself. Yeah, yeah. And what we tend to do is look in that reflection because then we don't look inside. And part of the thing is, is that we feel that going inside and working on self or exploring ourself is hard work and it's terrible and it takes a long time. We think that the injury happens immediately and the healing takes forever. Really, the injury, the illness, took a long time coming because it's just a language that we didn't hear at a higher form. And the healing is an instantaneous thing. Imagine turning all of your beliefs just upside down, switching them around. What would life be like for you? Well, uh, another important tool we've offered for so long is the idea of being um, to enter on a regular basis a state of meditation, which is, um, did you have, okay. Um, when you meditate, you get to pull into your current life information that is always helpful. Uh, sleep is a form of meditation that few people acknowledge as a meditation in that uh, when you wake up in the morning, you generally have an idea of um, what you're going to create in that given day, or at least this is true. I, I will these days wake up with a painting full-blown in my mind and at least do a sketch of it. So uh, meditation is a very important part of what we are uh, bringing forth in this program in telepathic TV. Um, more and more people are meditating on a regular basis and it's a very important thing to do. It is, it is. And I agree, the dream time, uh, I've always seen it as our wake self and our dream self, and meditation is the H-bar that connects the two. Now obviously, everything coexists. Your dreaming self is still there and still having experiences while you're awake. And we are still there with our dreaming self and having experiences while it is, while we are asleep. Yep. And the meditation gives you an awareness. It puts everything in this bigger room for you to look at. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the dreamist, I talked a lot about uh, the uh, merging together of the uh, awake and the sleep self into uh, one being that's uh, interchangeable in either world. Well, they really are. <clears throat> um, it's, it's, a, it's an extension of your waking self. Mm -hmm. Like the part of us that we think of as the psychic intuitive part is our dream self as it is bonds with us. It's like our awareness is more in this when we're awake. And then when we go to sleep, our dream self has our wake self as a conscious awareness that's always right there. Maybe a spirit yeah. guide, so to speak. It is true. And another one is crystals. As, uh, you know, <clears throat> as we say, you give off the harmony and it comes back. So we have thousands of crystals, the building crystal devices, um, crystal grids, we'll get back into showing some really excellent crystal grids on the show that you can program with intent. This is another method by which you can uh, accelerate the harmony of the distance between the event and the response, uh, the distance between the, the intent and the manifestation, these are synonyms, the distance between the thought and the object is all measured in time, that is very true, but it is also measured in words, 
It is also measured in, um, there isn't a word for that, um, your ability to, <laughs> your ability to access interdimensional nodes and cause them to accelerate or decelerate depending on what your intent is. There's um, all of these different techniques by which we can <clears throat> manifest a far greater reality. And we are, we as a group, we're very proud of We the Human Race. We've been uh, for years on this program just dumping techniques into do this, do this, and I know a percent of the people that watch have uh, taken us to heart and begun to um, meditate regularly, Speak. you know, studying the various books, uh, your decks, everything. Well, something, a technique I would like, a meditation technique that I would like to share that is actually an Osho technique, but I found it was really one of the most profound things. I did it for the first time when I was at the beach because I was putting together my 12-week course in Western meditation, which has pretty much every meditation technique there is, and it is available on audio if anybody is ever interested because it's powerful to know a lot of different techniques because we all resonate with different things. But this is the technique. It's said to sit there, and what we traditionally do is inhale beautiful divine light, and we exhale quote-unquote negativity or stress or worry or whatever. But this particular exercise said, think of the world in all its sadness and tra traumatic things and all this, the war, the hatred, the anger, and think of that and inhale it into you. And know that you are so magnificent that you can transmute all of that into clarity and love on your breath. And I, at first when I read it, I thought, hmm, that's an odd thing to breathe all that into you because we kind of have become germaphobes in our spiritual life yeah. to a large extent. And so I did it, and I, I was sitting there looking at the ocean when I did it, and I felt this incredible power come, come through my body, and I connected with a greatness I had never done thus far. Why don't we all do that right now? Imagine breathing in the situation where there are a small minority of the total population that is utilizing misinformation to uh, induce people into thinking that they hate each other, okay? So, oh, you mean the news? Well, that and world leaders the and who cares? We don't even want to name them. Yeah. But what we will do is inhale that All and right. know that you transmute it and exhale the clarity. So everybody out there that would like to participate, please do. Okay, so we are going to inhale. Feel it transmuting, transmuting into this beautiful, clear love. And exhale. And you'll feel yourself ha having grown from that experience. Let's do it That's one more time. That's what the waves are all about in the ocean. One more time. Let's, yeah. let's stick with this one real quick. And then no, we'll I wasn't get to the waves. Going Ready? off topic. Okay. Now you can do that in anything in your life. You can do it with your boss. You can do it with a fight with a coworker. You can transmute anything in your life. Yeah, okay, satisfaction now, the waves, breath. The waves. Sa yeah, satisfaction well, breath is part of that, and the waves do this quite naturally. Okay, that's fine. Also, yeah. wasn't disagreeing okay. with. No, me. I know the duck yeah. is coming. The duck is coming. I think it's important for that to just stick with them as an exercise because it is such a powerful thing. Mm -hmm. You can use it on anything. 
even the duck, here it comes. And here's our dangler, Mike. And it's uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed <laughs> Duck Look here. at our duck. Aww. He's a clown duck. No, he's just drunk. How did that happen? I thought I saw our floor director wearing one of those earlier. Well, I got the card intention, and I know I've used that word a few times tonight, but one time I was talking about the power of intention, or somebody was referring to that book, and I realized that intention just means I, I intend this to happen, whereas decision says it will happen. It's such a, a powerful word. So whatever you're intending to do, make a decision either to not do it or do it, and you'll find a lot of energy freed up. I got the word risk. Uh, mm. Earlier on when I was looking for synonyms for love, besides like you a lot, etc., um, uh, took me two years to recognize the word risk, which is not real. As much as I'd love to believe in risk, that everything is safe, how is risk possible? This is a safe universe we live in. Uh, and then I was teaching this for a while, and then someone said, uh, I was teaching love is risk, and then someone said risk is love, uh, and that set off uh, another whole genesis oh. of, of thought. And, uh, and it's very true. It's interesting, the mirror image of certain things and how they're equally true in either direction, which means that it's a universal truth and that it has no end on it. Yeah, that's and, interesting. Uh, yeah, but it is true that the, the harmony, the vibration of words mm -hmm. creates something. That's why I created the affirmation cards is because those words, those set of words carry a vibration and we entrain to certain vibrations. And mm -hmm. so by saying things of a certain vibration, you entrain to it in your yeah, heart. Yeah, yeah, Okay. And we have a caller. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? My name is Ann. Hi, Ann. What can we do for you? I uh, would need, would like some advice. I'm going through a very difficult time. I just recently lost uh, a sister, mm. and uh, I'm having a very difficult time with it. And, wondered what advice you could give me. Well, part of it is that um, death, and pardon the word, uh, if you look at death from the other side, it is birth. And um, so many people we've taken between the worlds, uh, the place where you go, uh, you, you come here when you incarnate, and when you disincarnate, you go back there, which is where you came from to begin with. So uh, death is going home. So we can be very happy about the idea that uh, anyone we know who has passed has actually gone home. And when you go home, uh, one of the early things that happens when you go home is what I call the class party uh, or cast party, uh, either depending on whether you went to school or were in a play, uh, where you get to spend an infinite amount of time with everyone that you know simultaneously. It's an indescribable down here where time is so linear. Uh, but up there, time is not linear. So you spend literally thousands of years playing with all of your friends, your family. Uh, groups of souls go through the uh, incarnations together. You might or might not have everyone you know in a given incarnation. But those that you do, you've known for many, many, many lifetimes. And so your sister's just gone home. And that's okay and we're happy because it was uh, you know her mission was up she did a good job well, I thought it was well said in, in the um, 
I, I don't know if it was a Deepak Chopra or whatever. Um, I'm paraphrasing it, so it's kind of uh, may not be the original phrase, but something to the effect that if we see death as if we are hanging up the phone, we know that somebody is still on the other side, even though we've hung up the phone and you're no longer hearing them or, mm -hmm. or having the conversation, but that they're still there. And I found that very powerful. And I also realized that it's that sometimes the phone is no longer the, the way we communicate, but that the mm -hmm. communication goes up higher. And I feel like that's the case. But grief will hold us down. I remember a long time ago getting that those roadside memorials often keep the vibration low rather than s building a memorial somewhere that is a happy place for them and keeping the vibration high. It really does affect the harmony on the other side. And I, I, um, I trust that you don't mind. I pulled a few cards about your sister and, and just you. to get some insight about what might be going on. And when I saw this card, this card talks about doing things fast and when you put your mind to something, it just really happens. Did she pass pretty quickly once it came? Yes. Okay, I, I, that's what she's saying, and, and I think sometimes that's a comforting thing to let you know that it wasn't anything drawn out and all that. And that when the, exactly what I was saying about the grief, when there's stillness and peace with what happened, you'll be able to hear the spirits and be able to hear her and, and communicate. And that the, the last card, this healing card, says that declare right now any kind of little glitch in the matrix that the two of you had, any disagreement, dispute, or things you wish you had said to each other. Declare it said and everything is at peace and at equilibrium yeah. right now. Uh, and I felt like there was a great healing going on between the two of you. And yeah. that now you have things in your life to do without her in the picture and she's got things there but it's until you meet again kind of thing and um, yeah. but just declare anything that you felt was unresolved resolved and I do and feel she's saying that. This was Thank the you. contract Thanks. the two of you had this was the contract you both agreed to so why be upset your signatures on the contract and okay, we well, have to go. Well thank you so much yeah. Ann. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. Sure. Uh, hi caller what's your name please? Two, one, zero, negative one. Hi, caller. Hi. What's your Hi, what's your hi. name? This is Kristen. Kristen. Hi, Kristen. Yeah. Hi, I'm in a new relationship, and I'm interested to see what the cards hold for me. Okay. Let's see what they have to say here. Well, the first card, this is reminding you that you are always connected to your own power. We don't have to have resources when we know we are the source and that we're always connected to everything that we require. One thing that this is telling me is that you have a sense of knowing who you are and what you want in, in things in your life and that maybe you're attempting to soften that or to make it less like sometimes we just round off our corners when we when we first meet people and what this is saying is just be yourself let it all hang out so to speak and share your wisdom and just go into it without any history as if you never had an, another relationship and this person is brand new and everything is brand new and what that will do is, is help you transform the way you have relationships up to a new level and I really feel that this is a different type of thing than you've had before and that remember love brings out anything unlike love so that it may be healed 
And every interaction we have with another human is a great opportunity to heal. And heal just means become one. So uh, it, looks, it looks interesting, but remember to be you. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Sure. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? My name is Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Kelly. What can we do for you? Um, I have been working on a creative project the past couple of years, and I don't know where it's going at this point. It's, it's kind of stalled, and I was wondering um, what you could see about that. Okay. All right. Well, it's funny because this is the creator. There are two aspects of the creator, the creative, which is the feminine, and the creator, which is the male. And I feel that sometimes it's, it's a fine balance between the two. And, and, and an example's coming to mind, but it's not quite crystallized yet, so I'll, I'll use another example. But the creator and the creative have to be in a balance. In other words, we have to give it a little gas, and then we have to let it float for a while. Give it a little gas and, and let it float. And what I feel is the creator sometimes will blast through things and see, see obstacles and blast right through them. And maybe there's not as much creativity, so you pull that part of you back. And this postponement says that for some reason you're thinking, oh, I will pay for that future wonderfulness with not getting what I wish today. And so I would look at choices you've made or decisions you had to make either on behalf of yourself or other people that you may still feel guilty about and know that there's no reason to feel guilty and that it's okay to move forward because I feel it's time to move that creator and into the present moment to get the power from him but not the judgment and the attachment to some kind of an outcome because now's the time to use the energy but use it playfully without like saying I have to get this done this and this and don't beat yourself up because you think it should have already been done just say it's all in its own perfect timing and I yeah. think it'll start moving. I would add that this is yeah. perfectly normal for a project, especially a long project like that, to have, you know, it's, everything is in a waveform and the peaks and valleys are perfectly natural. It's who it is we are. So the fact that there's been a valley or two is, uh, the word for that, is normal. This is normal and, and just understand that it's part of the process. So nothing is the matter, you know, nothing is to be fretted over just this process. Well, you know when you're sewing and you have the foot pedal and you're attempting to get this perfect rate and it goes either too fast or too slow and it's like and it's not doing anything, mm -hmm. or a gas pedal that's like that, yeah. that's kind of the feel I'm getting, is to find your center again so that you get a little bit more of that gas and don't, don't worry about the outcome. Oh, I've got some gas. What? Okay. All right. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? No. One. Oh, one minute. We're our number one. <laughs> and, okay. So come join us at Ruby Tuesdays, um, which is an exciting thing to do, especially if this is Thursday night, uh, 10, 11, 12, rather than any other possible date that it might be. Otherwise, we're unlikely to be there. But if you're not doing anything, all right. Oh, and the new card? Tonight's the uh, new card? Uh, affirmation for everyone is, I listen to my heart even when others disagree. Okay? I listen to my heart even when others disagree. Say it. I listen to my heart when I was, even I when you disagree. Oh. <laughs> you can say it, though. Yeah. That's a good idea. That's a big thing that stops us from being who we are. And that's a good yeah. one for Kristen, too, in her relationship and for 
mm -hmm. everyone. Yeah. All right. Okay, so it was our joy and honor to take you yeah. to the door. Turn off your TV. Turn on your life.